Welcome to Don't Sis. This podcast is dedicated to people out there who are suffering in silence. So that's what SIS stands for, suffering in silence. I am also a survivor of domestic violence as well as sexual assault. So I wanted to come up with this so that other people out there understand they are not alone. That there are things that we go through that people often don't want to talk about, but need to be talked about, that need to be addressed. And changes also need to be made so that we can better heal and better get justice. Because some of us suffer in silence and just hold on to it inside. Some of us never speak up. But this is so that you can understand you are not alone. We can talk about topics that are hard for people to talk about day to day. They may not want to sit down, you know, at a restaurant and talk about something like this. But this way, whether you're in your car, you're on a flight, whatever it is that you're doing, maybe around the house cleaning up, that you understand that there is a voice out there that will give a voice to yours as well. And some of the issues that you may be dealing with. And for me, it took years for me to come forward to even talk about something like this. But I do know that in my healing, it's something that came to me in my heart that why not go ahead and start something and share. And in the day and age of today, podcasts are out there. And this is something that I'm not a professional with, but just want to share some of my thoughts and what I'm going through, some things that have been helpful to me. Because there was a while where I felt very alone, very ashamed, and just embarrassed to even talk about some of the things because I was looking at it the wrong way oftentimes. It is not my fault what happened to me. It is not my fault what some people do to others when they assault them, when they are abusing them. So this podcast is going to dive into different topics. Domestic violence in general is very misunderstood. Most people think that domestic violence is just physical. It is way more than just physical. Domestic violence is mental, emotional, financial, sexual. There are so many things that uh, go into domestic violence. Some people say, well, uh, you know, I didn't know that I was even going through it. or, Or no, he just talks to me a certain way or she just talks to me a certain way. Depending on the, the pattern, how often this is going on, some people feel like they're in a mental prison in their relationships or with certain people. So it is something deeper than just someone going ahead and having a physical altercation with someone one time, several times. It can be a pattern of verbal abuse for years, months. It's not okay for anybody to make another person feel that way. And it's about power and control. So if somebody also takes power and control over your finances, then, you know, you might not be able to work. You might not be able to get to work because if they control your car, the car payment, things like that, they're doing those things that sometimes have control over you. When at first it started out where it was something good, you know, you're thinking that you're in a relationship and things are going well. And that's something that, you know, chivalry is, is definitely in there with some of it in the beginning, but it depends on if this person turns into a pattern of abuse with doing those things that are financial. So I'm not saying it's everything and, or, or everything that a person gives you. I'm just saying that it can be something that can turn into a control mechanism. Um, there are a lot of things that we need to be careful of when we're in these situations and it's hard for us to realize it when we're in it. It's almost like we have blinders on because you're drawn in 
during the stage where they're almost, you, you know, it's like that, that la la land in the beginning, everything is so beautiful, rose colored goggles on. And that's, that's how it starts. And then people feel ashamed later on, like, oh, well, I, you know, this happened to me and, and, you know, I stayed so long. So now I'm ashamed to say it. It doesn't matter if it took you 10 years to come out, 15 years to come out. The thing is, you didn't notice it. And the person did not come up to you during the dating phase and say, hey, I'm an abuser. Hey, I have had sexual assault with another person before or several times. They're not going to say this stuff to you. So it's, it's something that we would not have spotted before. So do not do the victim blaming to yourself. And often that's what we do. So within the system, that victim blame, victim shame is very common and it happens often. So do not think that, you know, with people talking this way, well, you must have liked it or you must have wanted it, that they're correct. They are not correct. That is horrible for them to say to you, especially if you're coming forward or sharing something. Not everyone is going to understand the dynamics or the patterns or the, um, the tactics or the, the retaliation that you may, uh, experience when you come forward. But one thing is for sure is you didn't deserve it and that you have courage to even come forward or you have courage to get away from it. And you have courage to try to share it with someone that you trust. It's just understand that everyone knows how to handle a person who is a victim or a survivor of these type of abuses. So with that being said, this is what the podcast is really going to be about. And I know that for me, the healing part of it is what I'm going through. After over seven years, I came forward about my uh, relationship with domestic uh, violence and I was abused physically, emotionally, financially, and more by one person. And I'm telling you the grip that was over me, the fear, it was just unbelievable the type of anxiety that I had um, suffered but at this point I'm taking control back of my life and I'm taking control back to also understand that that person had the problem and for me it's time for me to step forward and if I can do anything that is going to help people out there that is going to help me heal as well because I want my strength to become someone else's strength even if it's just one person you're not alone so during my healing, I'm also, you know, therapy is a great thing. Music is a great thing. It's, it's getting back to getting in touch with yourself and a lot of self-care. Even if it's just something small, taking five minutes to yourself to just breathe, meditate, um, do artwork. So you want to do creative outlets if that's what it is. Or if you want to do some community service. Remember, there's different ways to have self-care. Each person is different, whether it's exercising or so much. You can care about yourself. You have to be your number one supporter. So when you look in the mirror, it's okay to come clean with yourself about what you've gone through. And it's okay to also look at that person in the mirror and say, you are worth it. You are strong. You are an amazing person. And you did not have to go through any more of this. And you can leave that behind and start fresh. And if you're not in a position where you can just leave right away or that you're in a situation where you want to try counseling and, you know, group therapy with your significant other, you have to do what's right for you within your situation. It's not always going to the police right away because that may not be the safest option for you. It really depends. And that's also another reality that we're going to have to talk about in some of our future um, episodes because safety And justice for someone does not always mean the same thing for different victims. 
So I just want to let you guys know that you're not alone and you do not have to suffer in silence. I want to personally thank you for tuning in to Don't Sis. I also want to put it out there that if you're in a situation where you need to talk or you need to immediately leave, there are resources out there set up for you. There are 24-hour hotlines for domestic violence and sexual assault, so they are in your local areas as well as nationally for national domestic violence hotlines. So if you are in that situation, keep yourself safe. Just remember, it's not important about sometimes what you have in your bag or, or I don't have anything. The resources will help you. The number one thing is about safety, safety and get into a safe place. And if you also need to just talk, sometimes it may not be that you need to leave right away, but you just need to talk and get it off your chest. That's what the hotlines are set up for, because you may be in a crisis internally, mentally, emotionally. They will help you set up services for therapy and more. So remember, you don't always have to say, well, I'm not ready to go to the police. It's not always just the police. The police will also help you. Just understand, you can also reach out to the hotlines that are set up. They are professionals in this and you're not alone. People understand the situation. Do not feel like it's your fault because it's not. You don't have to blame yourself. It's okay when you're ready to step forward or when you're ready to make that call. There are resources out there for you and you're not alone. You don't have to suffer in silence.